Hey y'all, I'm Taylor DeHaze. I'm obsessed with all things business and fitness. I left my career as a TV reporter, followed my dreams, and created a seven-figure online coaching business in just two years. Now I'm sharing my proven strategies with you. Oh, and we'll keep it real, discussing mindset, money, and hardship to help you build the life of your dreams. Grab a cup of coffee and get cozy. Welcome to the Taylor DeHaze podcast. I'm so glad you're here. What's up, guys? All right, so we are going to dive straight in today to selling on your Instagram stories. So I've talked about selling a ton on here in the DMs, sales calls, objections, all those things, but I'm really talking about the nitty gritty today of selling on your stories, okay? This is for my coaches who are either newer in the game, uh, really struggling with that, like camera confidence and just kind of articulating their offer. Now, if you are more of an advanced coach and you've been in the game for a while, uh, maybe you're in the middle of coming up with a new offer, a course or something of that nature. You're going to get something out of this too. But what I really like to do sometimes is create formulas and templates and checklists and things like that, right? So when you're listening to this podcast, by the end of it, you are going to understand exactly what needs to be what needs to happen slide by slide on your stories to really sell, okay? So I first wanna just go over something, and, and if you've heard me say this before, amazing, I want it to really sink in this time. Why, why sell on your stories, right? And what I will say is when you first create your Instagram account or you first start selling, your first year in business is really about building authority, building traction, and getting people to opt into whatever you're selling, okay? And because there are so many coaches on the internet, we all know this, okay? It's not getting, I mean, it's only getting more saturated, but the way that I really scaled my business very fast is that I was relentless when it came to pitching my offer and selling. Now, this was in captions, this was in DMs, this was on stories. And I find so often that the missing component for why coaches, new coaches, are not able to scale their business as quickly as they want is because nobody knows what you're offering because you don't talk about it. And there is a difference between writing and connecting with video. People want to hear what you have to offer. They want to hear why it's going to change their lives versus just reading about it, okay? So I'm gonna break down how you should even start, how to sell, all of those good things, right? And then I will go over at the end how frequently you should be pitching and all those kinds of things, right? So the first thing I wanna say is, you know, there's kind of, I've got four basically steps to selling on your stories, okay? So the first step is going to be having something to solve, all right? I want there to be some kind of intent. Like there is obviously intent to sell, but you have a problem that you are going to solve, okay? Something very, very specific. Here is a bad example, right? If you were like, all right, hey guys, here is why reverse dieting is important. That is very, very broad. Or here is how you're gonna lose 30 pounds in six months also very, very broad. Here is why you should eat healthier. Very, very broad, okay? So super, super specific. Hey, if you're a busy mom and you're trying to lose another five pounds in the next two weeks, you know, here's how you're gonna do it, working out 20 minutes a day, no more. Whatever, right? I'm just making something up, okay? But something really, really simple, or not simple, specific that you're going to solve, okay? 
So the second step is to storytell. This is where I find, again, there is a lack of connection. Let me also say, and, and I don't know if this is me giving you permission or take this as you may, but we oftentimes think that our story is not good enough. And I've had this talk with some of my clients personally where they struggle to share their story because they feel like they never struggled, okay? So you'll find that some coaches, whether it's business, fitness, whatever, they have these really intense stories where they, I don't know, overcame cancer and this and that, or they lost, you know, 120 pounds, or they overcame this debilitating eating disorder, eating disorder that like had them in the hospital, like whatever it happens to be, right? And you're thinking, well, I just kind of struggled with my relationship with food a little bit and I wasn't really overweight and I don't really know how that resonates. That's the problem, right? You're looking for some homeless to Harvard story, right? And your story is totally valid. So let me say that first, first and foremost. The reason you are a coach is because you have overcome some shit, whatever it is, okay? Big, small, whatever. Your big is not my big and it's not their big and it's not her or his or whatever, okay? When you're storytelling, I just want to say that a portion of that is going to be your story at some point. Not every time you pitch, but again, when you are building this authority, as we've talked about in other podcasts, and you're learning how to sell and you're resonating with a certain buyer type, you have to be able to break down your story and make sure that your story is connecting because connection sells, right? So let me go back to storytelling. There should be a beginning, middle, and end, all right? The beginning is something along the lines of, you know, if you're a mom struggling to get 30 minutes of alone time to work on your health and fitness goals, if you're an overnight nurse battling hella fatigue, if you're a fitness coach wanting to fill your roster, right? Here are three strategies to insert objection. I've got a simple trick. Keep listening, right? So that first slide, you want to hook them, right? Here are three strategies to overcome whatever. I've got a simple trick. Keep listening. Okay, so you're calling them out. Hey, if you're a mom struggling to get 30 minutes of alone time to work on your health and fitness goals, I've got three strategies. Keep listening. And they're like, oh, okay, because you want to make sure that not everybody is always listening and getting to the end thinking, wow, I listen to Taylor's stories all the time and they never resonate with me. Whereas this time you're letting them know who exactly is going to benefit at the very beginning. Okay, the middle. This is where you tell a story and keep them engaged. And it's, it's the hardest, it's kind of the hardest part, right? Because if you struggle with drop-off views, this one's for you, okay? And I'll kind of go over what that looks like more in, more in depth in a second. And then the end is your push to action, your call to action. Is it, you know, is it to DM you? Is it apply? Is it voting on a poll? Ask for what you want. This is where I see a disconnect oftentimes too, is we have a good story and then we suck at pitching because we don't want to say link in bio, apply, DM me, whatever, but you have to do that, right? And maybe it's not always a call to action in the sense of working with you or applying to work with you. Maybe it's something like, you know, voting on a poll, like I said before, right? And then you can take those votes and DM people based on what they voted on. So 
you know, it's a good time to build hype here as well, okay? Maybe you have a two-part coming tomorrow. Tell them about it. Like, hey, this was only part one. I'm going to finish this chat. Learn more tomorrow, right? Uh, even if you have 100 followers, act like you have thousands, okay? That is the biggest thing I can say is that whenever you are just starting out or, you know, and guys, I'm not an influencer either, so I understand what it feels like to not have a ton of followers and think that that's going to, you know, make or break you because I truly did have that thought process in the beginning of my business. I thought, you know, am I going to do okay because I don't have a ton of followers? And the answer was, hell yeah, it didn't matter at all, right? So, Anyway, all I'm going to say about that, but I want you to remember that you have to create that hype and create that excitement, okay? As if you have thousands watching you at all times, right? Okay, step three is selecting a framework. Here's where I'm going to get in the nitty gritty with a few framework options, okay? I'll probably go over like three different frameworks. So the first one is myth busting. All right. So a myth busting framework is where you're trying to, well, essentially bust a myth, right? Where, whatever it could be like low carb diets, keto diets, cardio, fasted in the morning, weightlifting makes you bulky. I don't know, whatever your niche is, you're going to find something, right? So let me go over slide by slide what you need. Okay. Slide one, bring up a polarizing idea. Slide two, why is it a problem? How is it keeping you stuck? provide a takeaway, call to action, okay? So five slides. So an example of that would be your diet is keeping you fat, the problem is you're restricting constantly, how is it keeping you stuck? You're going off the rails on the weekends. What is the takeaway? If you ate consistently, you'd probably, you know, kick ass. Call to action is if you're ready to gain control, book DM apply, right? That's an easy one. I'm giving you a super simple idea, but again, myth busting, bring up the idea. Why is it a problem? How is it keeping you stuck? Provide a takeaway call to action. Another example that I like to see, and and I'm going to go over this one is a case study. Case studies are super, super helpful. And I find that oftentimes we drop the ball on them. So what I want you to do is promoting testimonials. Let me just say this promoting testimonials, like when you just dump them all and that's fine but people also like the explanatory version, right? So if all you're doing is posting before and afters, it's really helpful to take a few and explain how they got from point A to point B, okay? So slide one, you're gonna grab their attention, how the client went from X to Y and Z time. And it could be you also, if you're thinking, I don't have any clients yet, this is your story. Then explain how your method worked. Client was able to do X without doing Y, bring up some major objections, right? The client was able to lose 10 pounds in one month without cutting out ice cream or whatever, and then show social proof and then pitch. I know you want to do X and Y time without Z as well. Let's go. Drop an emoji if this sounds like you, whatever that looks like, right? So that's kind of a case study. And then step four is going to be the call to action. Okay. Always keep it in first person and always make it an action. I'm ready to blank. Hell yes, I'm in. Teach me how. Give me those templates, like whatever it is. Right. So again, I I just want to go over these steps one more time. So step one, make sure you have something to solve with an intent to sell. Step two, give me some storytelling. Step three, select a framework. Now I only gave you a few examples. I literally have lots of examples. 
interrupting the podcast just for a second. Listen, I know selling is hard, especially on video on your stories. It's time to stop hiding and start selling. And I'm making it easy with my free story pitching templates. I'm breaking down what to say for every scenario and giving you a slide by slide script. Just plug, play and sell. It's totally free and only available inside of the Goal Getter community on Facebook. Just click the link in the show notes and we'll see you there. So once you have identified those examples, right, then it's time to create a call to action, move on from there, okay? So a few things to note on your stories. Act as if you're speaking to one person. You want people to think, oh my God, they're legit talking to my soul. I love when clients say this, like, oh my God, at me next time. Because you know that you're targeting the right person when you get those responses. Now, disqualify from the from the beginning, meaning, are you blank? That way people aren't listening to the story if it doesn't apply. We said this earlier, but I wanna reiterate that again. And if that happens enough times, they stop listening and I don't want that. Next, add some emotional appeal, okay? If you feel like this, if you feel like you're still stuck on a hamster wheel, if you feel like you're dieting all the time and never losing weight, if you feel like you're just running on E all the time, blah, 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 right? Close friends, build an exclusive community with close friends. Add your clients on here for sure. You can add them manually. I suggest telling people to DM you close friends to initiate a conversation. I love doing that. And then frequency of pitching. I didn't forget that. If you're shooting for six figures, okay, I would say pitching almost daily is super helpful. Seriously, like five times a week minimum, okay? And it doesn't always have to be you on your stories every time, but if you're new to this, people need to hear your voice, your inflection, get a, get a feel for your vibe. So I would say get your face on your stories, talking at least five times a week, get your, get your audience comfortable with that. But people are still learning your offer, guys, right? I want you to review your game plan for your for your story pitching and maybe audit yourself. So the next time you pitch on your story, watch it back. Okay. This is something that I do for all of my clients in fitness coach Academy. I always encourage them to download their story, drop it in the Slack channel. And I'm giving them step-by-step feedback just because I know how scary and uncomfortable it feels, but this is truly one of those things that I am telling you rip off the bandaid and go for it. Because once you start pitching on your stories and people hear you, they resonate, right? Think about it like this. If you read a caption and it really hits you, that's fine. Okay. But have you ever invested in a coach without hearing their voice? Think about how powerful a podcast can be or a free training or a webinar, a masterclass, whatever it is, right? Like there is something so powerful about seeing someone and hearing them and getting to learn their inflection and tone and vibe and all of that, right? So people need to know you as well. So let them do it because when people know you and feel comfortable with you, that is when they buy. All right. So happy selling. If you have any questions, you guys know my DMs are always open and I will see you guys next time. I want to give you a virtual high five for finishing another episode of the Taylor DeHaze podcast. Love the episode? Share it and tag me on Instagram. Have a question? My DMs are always open. Until next time. Bye y'all.